With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For all, NBA, for all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. What up, y'all? It's Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast with Justin and Nat. Boom! News came down. Justin, Trayvon Green. Trayvon Green. Suspended indefinitely, yo. Mm. Indefinitely. Draymond Jamal Green. I got to tell you, Justin, I don't feel the way that I thought I would feel. Actually, I don't know what I thought I would feel, to be honest. And I did not think it was going to be indefinite. I actually didn't even think he was going to get more time. When people are saying, oh, you know, the suspension's coming. I was like, no, because... Like, the actual act itself wasn't as egregious as a choke. So I'm just like, you got the flagrant too. It's just going to be a flagrant. And that's it. That's what I originally was thinking. And even when people kept saying it, I still didn't think it was going to be anything until I saw Woj's tweet about the NBA. We'll have to, like, look into this. And I was like, oh, brother. <sighs> Excuse me. So then I was like, okay, suspension's coming. I knew... It would probably be more than the five games. Didn't know what it would be, but okay. Indefinite? I mean, look, indefinite can be a little misleading because indefinite may not be end up being more than like a week. I don't think it's going to be a week, but I'm just saying. And mm-hmm. because it's indefinite and it's so vague, it feels like, shit, this could be, you know, the whole season. And I don't know that, that we're going to get disclosed to us what those terms and conditions are that he has to meet. To, excuse me, to return to play, you know, but we know that there's going to be some kind of counseling involved. And I agree with someone who talked about the tweet that Woj put out. And um, I'm just going to pull it up here really quickly and read it. Because there was language in there that suggested something could be going on. So it goes through and it talks about the suspension. And then it says, the league didn't want to put a specific number on the suspension, but allow Green to take the time he might need to deal with challenges he's facing. What do you Hmm. think that means, Justin? I think it's like, not a smoke screen, but I think it's just like, hey, we're going to say something 
like you said, extremely vague, just so we can, you know, I guess, put some level of a timetable on this thing, like make it seem like it needs to be extended for another reason, other than the fact that they want him him to sit his ass down for a little bit. Because what I mean, what could it be? We haven't heard about anything like that this whole season. Now, all of a sudden, there's something that he's facing. Well, we wouldn't know. necessarily know. I mean, we wouldn't. I don't think. No, nah, we wouldn't know if he was dealing with some type of mental health issues or anything like that. But well, I, I think something is wrong with Draymond. So, like, like you say, you do. I as just a human on a basic level, I don't know, like, if he's dealing with something specifically right now, you know. But I do not think that he handles interactions in normal ways. And I don't want to hear about him being from Saginaw and, you know, like a lot of players in the NBA from very rough areas. Like you're not the first. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, he just doesn't, he doesn't handle things normally. I mean, you guys were laughing at me yesterday, but I was like, this is a crazy man. And I shouldn't call him crazy, but his, he, his actions are crazy. You know, um, they're not normal reactions to things that happen. You know, it's like someone pushes you, you stab them. That's not a normal reaction. That, that's all I'm saying. He just, you know, uh, and, and and speaking as, as someone who used to defend Draymond all the time, but I did always feel like he went a little over the top, you know, and all of us, like in general, I mean, we all know what it is. He was so impactful before you sort of overlook or take with what comes with him, you know, but I've always felt he may have not been the number one reason, but he was in the top reasons of what helped cost them a championship in 2016 um and even before that i remember you know fans were mad but like ethan strauss had like wrote that piece on him where he sort of like went into like the different ways draymond kind of like wears on people like used to get on clay's nerves and the team that's talking about certain things and there was that summer he got arrested and all these different things and people didn't like it thinking it was like a hit piece but you know to me this was all foreshadowing ultimately what this was going to become. Um, you knew, you know, I was out on him after the, the, the Jordan pool punch. Um, I always felt like they would never be able to truly coexist. I thought the situation was mismanaged and, um, you know, I saw a tweet that was like really, I don't know, resonated with me and stuck with me, but it was just like the person who Draymond hurt the most with the punch was himself, you know? Cause like, did he really deal with it? Did he really, you know, get over it? Um, you know, because I, I I, actually do hear positive things about Draymond. And what I mean by that in terms of like, you know, he really will go hard for you and, you know, like on a personal level, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but he also has this other side of him that like wears on you, you know. Mm-hmm. and And so... It's like, if he really did, you know, have a relationship with Jordan at one time and cared about him, and he did this thing to him, 
you know, when you when you wrong someone you care about, no matter all the shit he's saying publicly, it could still be fucking with him. Yeah. You know, and I feel like I always felt I always feel like Draymond overcompensates. So when a lot of that stuff was happening and his, you know, his need to let you know, like, can't nobody tell me how to be Draymond? You know, the messages and, you know, I don't usually apologize when like, bro, it's no need. As you know, I don't like none of that's necessarily necessary, but he has this need to make sure we know, like, this is like breaking his rule. So he's going to do it because, or, you know, it's like, bro, enough already, enough. So I don't, I don't know, but I do actually think, I don't know if it's anger management. I don't know. But to me, the jaw therapy was fake. Like, you know, how it was handled was that. So if he's going to go to counseling, if he's going to go to therapy, whatever's going to be, let it be real. Let it, let it be real. Cause therapy actually really helps. It's really a good thing. I think all black people should go to therapy, especially black men, all of us really. And so um, it'll help. It'll help if he treats it seriously. Um, But if this is just like something like that's performative, you know, by the league to be like, oh, just to like check a box. Cause like, you know, there's just no way the jaw and the therapy was enough. Right. And like with Draymond, it's like, even if he, whatever meets whatever conditions to me he should still be going to counseling even when and if he does return this season it shouldn't stop when he returns yeah i agree like you said his his problem solving skills just aren't there at least from what we've seen and we have a long 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 years long worth of rap sheet of evidence that proves that like almost a decade straight of just mishandling situations, acting out, acting out violently, um, bad situational awareness, like goes to the playoffs, goes to last night, you know, your team is making its way uh, back into the game and trying to extend the lead and you just get yourself taken out for no reason at all, trying to sell a call, like, come on, bro. Just <laughs> and then telling us you don't sell calls by falling to the floor. I sell calls by waving my hands. Well, bro, after n- kicking people in the nuts and yeah. injuring people, maybe you do need to start falling to the floor. And, I don't know. And all the times that you've gotten into a referees for this and that, you don't get calls. So what are you talking about? You sell calls this way as if you're some expert on it, bro. You don't get calls. Exactly. <laughs> like you definitely weren't going to get it there on an inbound. Like, just get the ball and and keep hooping, bro. Like, you're doing too much for no reason. Um, So, yeah, I think he does need, you know, professional assistance in that area, whether it's an emotional thing, whether it's some type of mental thing. He, he needs to, if he's not already doing it, start it and then continue to do it even after he's back with the team. Yeah. Yeah. This is really unfortunate. It's really unfortunate, but you know what? It's a lesson that they all needed to learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Golden State is in a way like 
I mean, I don't know if they're finally putting their foot down with the Draymond situation, but it seems like they're trending towards a little bit less tolerance because they've just kind of enabled, not even kind of, they've definitely enabled this behavior for years up to this point. And um, I think given his impact currently as a player, right? Like he's not his peak version. I think he's still a very good player, but the the cons are starting to outweigh the pros if they haven't already, right? He kind of cost you last season with Jordan and how that whole dynamic went. And then it just forever changed the course of the franchise by creating that rift with him and Jordan. So you got to move off of Jordan, right? And there were basketball reasons why Jordan um, is no longer on the team, but it started with that, right? So they've, and they enabled that by giving them four more years, a hundred million. Right. So I think it's coming to a point where it's like, okay, bro, you gotta, you gotta give us something. We've given you all of this through all of the mistakes that you've made in the past. And you're still costing this team tremendously. Yeah. I so what do we do from here? Me. It may sound extreme, but I, I honestly think, too, he affected the trajectory of Jordan's career. Doesn't mean Poole can't get back on track, but I, I think that whole punch and everything. I just think oh, the way everything sure. was handled last year. It, it um, Yeah, I think it, it's a definite interruption in his career. And mm. then it sucks because you went to an organization like the the, the Wizards, who are probably not equipped to get you back right you know mm -hmm. i mean definitely it's not as good of a situation as being with the warriors right just won a championship with that team got hall of famers on your team and all this stuff gets into the wizards it's not the same thing so i mean and then he obviously his play on the court is taking a sharp decline ever since that like he was he had he had a decent season last year but he wasn't as good as we expected him to be. And I mean, it's probably because of the mental things that he was dealing with on the court, having to play with somebody who punched him in the face. Like I'm sure he was not putting his best foot forward out there after having dealt with that situation. And now he got sent to the wizards where the infrastructure there is just not in place for him to work through his, um, you know, his personal deficiencies as a player. Right. There's there's a lot of mistakes that he goes out there and makes, but is he really in position to be coached through those? Is he even in position to be helped and progressed beyond those things? We don't know, but we know that after that punch happened, it was just not the same as the year before. So, yeah, he definitely changed changed the course of Jordan's uh, career. I think he can bounce back from him because he's still young. He has a lot of time, but just like you said, unfortunate situation. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So, what does this mean for our Warriors, Justin? I mean, we both think that there will be a trade. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, look, a lot's going to depend on what happens in this time before the trade deadline, right? Because, like, if they're looking good, if they find something, you know, like, now are they going to want to trade one of those pieces if they're working? So Mm -hmm. then what do you do, you know? So it's going to be interesting because, like, if if Kaminga takes this... um, opportunity to like ball out are you gonna mm-hmm. want to trade Kaminga? <laughs> it, it becomes it becomes a little murky for sure i think like you said using this time before the trade deadline to see who's trending upward like just to look at trends right like is, is somebody stabilizing are the guys who are who are playing bad before are they stabilizing and giving you hope that they can potentially you know play better for the rest of the season and next season or does it look like it's not getting any better? If that's the case, do teams even want that guy? You know, so it's it's weird. Hopefully, I mean, they have depth, right? Like Draymond is obviously one of the pieces on the team that his skill set can't really be replaced by one single player on the on the team. So they're going to have to find creative ways or just find new ways to just play and make up for that absence. But they have depth, and I do think at some point in the season they're going to rack wins up, right? Whether it's too late or not is going to be the question, but they're going to start winning at some point. I think I truly believe that. But like you said, it's a question of who's playing good going into the trade deadline, who's playing bad, who do teams ask for, and if they're asking for players that are now finding themselves, like a Kaminga, if he takes off and teams start asking for him, it's like, hmm, do we commit to Steph, Dre, and Clay, given you know how Clay has looked this season and the things that Dre continues to do? Or no do we? They're committing to that back core three, like like that's done. That's done. I, I I don't know. I don't think they'll be able to move off Draymond. But yeah, I don't think anyone wants Dre or Clay. Yeah, but Clay doesn't matter because Clay is expiring. So it's it's a question of yeah, that's true. Are they willing to just let Clay leave? But I believe they have that money. Like that's money now that they can spend. So it's it's not like a they're not in contract with Clay. And mm. for whatever reason, it was it came out, it came out that the contract that was offered is not even on the table. So, you know, it's it's uh do you want Clay coming off your bench? And is that good for you? And I don't know, I you know they probably definitely don't want him starting anymore, right? So that's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, there's there's certain people, like, you're, you're not tied to Clay. I know it sounds messed up, but they're not tied to him. And Dunleavy, like, one of those guys is going to be gone. Like, I just do not think that the three are going to be there next season. I would be shocked. Obviously, there's a whole season of play, mm-hmm. and anything can happen, but I would be shocked. And we know it's going to be hard to come off Dre. Wigan, same thing, unless these guys turn around their seasons. But Clay, Clay's contract is just up. So they just, they can let Clay walk. It would be, you know, probably a big shock to people, but they can. Mm-hmm. They can let him walk. Chris Paul's, you know, <laughs> contract comes off, and then they got money to work with. Yeah. I mean, I think 
you got to look at the free agency pool and see who's going to be available and if it's actually worth it to let you know those guys walk rather than try to resign them and trade them later but uh yeah like you said they're not tied they they got the options they got first round picks who knows if Lakeup is going to let go of them they got young pieces and they got expiring contracts so that's they have the flexibility to do stuff with the roster next year they have more than flexibility they have like the ammunition to do it. And the only players that, you know, obviously Steph, but you know, what I don't know what Loon's contract is, but like nine, nine, seven or something like that. Nine point seven mil, I think. Yeah. And Loon might be fine to just come off the bench, you know? So that's not like that necessarily a big of a deal. But you got something with Pods, Moody, Kaminga. And, you know, Trace is there. So you have sort of like your young pieces, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so I, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, there's no chance to me they're committing to the core again. Draymond gets a, a suspension indefinitely a year after the Jordan punch. They're stuck with him. But if they can find a team that's willing to take him, Cause I don't, I don't, I don't think that Kerr is going to be here. Mm-hmm. His, they, they could have extended with him and they didn't extend with him either. It's just, yeah. I don't really like, got nothing to say. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it's I looking like it's getting look, to that point. Yeah. I think it's going to look different. New voices. Might be time. You're breaking up no. the core. Another coach that has a different vision. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Then could, could end up being Kenny, to be honest. But <laughs> Kenny, who Atkinson, I don't think it'll be Kenny. <laughs> I think, I think they would like do a complete new, complete overhaul, not just a promotion from inside interior. I don't think it'll be Kenny. I mean, I think they'll interview Kenny, but. Mm. I don't think that Kenny has demonstrated anything as an assistant that says, let me make you a head coach. I don't know. I don't think it'll be Kenny. I mean, he does have like that Mike Brown energy. He's always up on the bench and yelling. He's one of those super lively coaches and you never know. You never know. Um, we'll see, but I I think they look outside because you know some coaches are gonna get fired. You know, different, different things happen, so you don't even know who will be available. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, I think because dude has Kurt like oh god if they with Kerr you know it's just like he's demonstrated he's probably not the best for young talent he's demonstrated that he doesn't really have the ability to be too creative outside of what he knows you're dealing with an aging staff you're dealing with some other things I think you need a, a different kind of coach I really do you might be right but I mean I mean Ultimately, the roster, I think, is more important than the coach. So, 
yeah, yeah. I mean, they go hand in hand to me. Yeah, they uh, yeah they go hand in. I think it's like kind of like a seventy five twenty five thing or like sixty five thirty five thing to me with the roster being a little because bit because I important. feel like the the roster is not are not necessarily Kerr guys, and so I feel like Kerr to an extent only knows how to coach Kerr guys if you if you want to give him that you know so it's just like. I think you know. I think you need someone who kind of can work with different kinds of players. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I think Kerr has affected the growth of some of these guys as well, right? Like he stunted the growth of them. So I, I don't know how the front office sees it, but I mean, you got local radio in the Bay going off on Kerr. That's not typical, right? I think this is a, a collective thing. I think the front office also, you know, has a major hand in all this type of stuff. Is it? It begs the question, like, okay, you could have picked. You could have just picked Kerr guys. There were Kerr guys available that were super talented as well, and you decided to go with more athleticism based raw talent. And it's up to the coach to make it fit, but. I think this season you you see a good indication of hey we could have picked Cam Whitmore who was like a the Kaminga ish of this of this draft super athlete wing they chose Pods and everybody was like ah no upside you know what I mean Pods is very clearly a Curry guy that's why he's playing like twenty five minutes a game out the gate yeah but see I don't good. know if that was really about a Curry guy I just think Dunleavy's a different kind of GM you know what I'm saying um, yeah but I mean but. I agree, but I also think it's more like they they're more aligned in their vision of how players should be or the players they should look for than Bob and Kurt were, I think. Because Bob was Bob was like Joe. He's like, we want big athletes and all this type of stuff. And Mike is more like we want skill, right? We just want players that can dribble, pass, and shoot. You know, more size is good, but like if they if they aren't skilled then it's not really going to fit, you know? So I think that's why he picked pods and traded for trace. Also trace is like linked to Mike somehow. I think his, I think Mike's brother is, is his agent or something like that. I don't know. They but, also wanted like guys who can could contribute now. Right. Um, Which is like, a like and Moody is a skill guy. Right. So, I mean, Kaminga, yeah, yeah. I feel like you had to take Kaminga. You didn't have to, but he was like, he was the top one at that slot, you know, like, yes, there are other guys Probably. they could have taken, but regardless, Kaminga is a good pick. They just don't know pick. how to fucking develop him. Right. So it's, it's not, and that's what I'm saying. The fact that it has to be like, well, we're not going to take a super athletic wing. That's, that's super valuable in this league. Right. For sure. You know, because he's not a Kerr guy. Like to me, that's also problematic. Mm-hmm. That you have to think, you know. Yeah, I don't think Kaminga was a bad pick at all. It's like you just ask yourself, like, and it's kind of like being nitpicky, right? It's like, could they have picked Franz Wagner? He went the very next pick. I think he would have been a more Kerr guy, and he's obviously on a star trajectory. But Kaminga's not a bad pick at all, and Kerr has definitely mismanaged his development. I think both things are, are true. Um, and the thing about it is, like, we know that y'all have also passed up on people because they're not Kerr guys, uh, LaMelo Ball, you know, like, but for stupid reasons. Yeah, that, that was a non-basketball. Yeah, that was non-basketball. Right, and that's what I'm saying. So it's just like, it's, 
you know, it's just his, his, to me, all this rigidness about the kind of players he needs. It's just, it's too much. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah. So he needs to go. You spent your time. You did it. You got your championships. People think you're a better coach than you are. Go right off into the sunset. <laughs> yeah, I'd be shocked. And I mean, look, we were, look, we said the same thing last year um, when the Jordan thing happened. And it, but we, we thought it was leaning towards Draymond, maybe, or we weren't sure. And then the season just turned out differently. But I just, Two years in a row, I cannot, again, they've already committed to him. But I just, I can't see this team. Oh, it's going to look different, for sure. It's it's going to look very different. And I just think one of those core three is is, is going to be gone. So, um, you know. And if Clay is still here, it's going to be at a probably a really extreme. I I can't even call it a discount now because he's not going to have the, the offers out there mm -hmm. that he thought he was going to have. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and the I Warriors don't think he was going to have them anyway. It's yeah, not I agree. Going they around. can't they mm -hmm. can't justify paying him just to pay him and putting him in the starting lineup. Like he's going to have to really get the value of like what his play is. And I mean, it could be that he, he's getting less than Dre, but Dre probably is. I thought the contract was still a little big, but Dre, I mean, you, his antics are his antics, but on the court, he's still a very positive player. Mm -hmm. Yeah. More so. Uh, I think more so than clay. I think clay is still right. a positive player, but not to the level of Draymond. I don't think he, I mean, even at their peaks, I think Draymond was a little bit more impactful overall. But yeah, I mean, Clay apparently turned down two years forty-eight. It's like that shit might look like two years thirty-five now. Two years thirty, <laughs> right? Like, and I think, I mean, look in the grand scheme, right? They paid Clay for two seasons where he wasn't playing max contract money. Even if you're getting underpaid for this next contract, bro, like you kind of—I wouldn't say you owe it to them, but like. You're fine. Out of there, you are not getting underpaid. Like to me, this this thing about players should be, you know, because y'all want to pay him for his past. Nah, I gotta pay you for what your value is, which is why Draymond wouldn't have got no fucking option in that last year to me. This is what you get. Your shit ends when Steph shit ends. That's it. Because nobody else out there was giving you the contract. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. No one else is out there giving you the contract. But look, at the end of the day, that extra year is an option. So and it's an expiring contract. So people will take it anyway for that reason. And that's probably why they were okay giving it to him. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we're in agreement. They're going to look, they're going to look a little different next season. Very different. Yeah. So Draymond suspended indefinitely. Indefinitely. We'll see how many games it ends up being. Draymond, you know, I just, I was probably just a year too soon, but I, you know, I don't know what's going to happen, but these things are good sometimes, right? Like the, the, Steve Kerr won't make change unless he's forced to, you know, like mm -hmm. these guys needed to play and develop and it like, 
Sometimes the universe just forces you into things that needs to happen. Yeah. Because you don't know what you'd unlock. We know that Jonathan Kaminga would be further along in his development if his, you know, and he's just always been someone who picks up things pretty quickly. You know, like you see him in a half, he fucks up. Then in the second half, he does it. You know, I just, I think one of those guys are going to like, I mean, pause is already kind of defying odds. I just, I think one of, if not both, Kaminga and Moody are going to like do something this season. Yeah, for sure. This type of season that, like you said, it's forced. It's like we've been waiting on them. We're not waiting, but we've been comparing them to their peers who get to just play without any type of repercussions because their teams aren't really doing anything. Now the Warriors are in position where they kind of need them to play through their mistakes because they can't get value anywhere else. So it's like full circle kind of moment at this point. So I think that throwing them in the fire will inevitably, you know, forge them into, you know, better players. So there's a positive here for sure. I'm excited. Yeah, I kind of think they're going to figure something out. Um, ultimately, we'll see what that means in terms of them competing for anything substantial in April, May, and June. But I think, at least for the right now, this can be a positive development going forward, I think. Yeah, I mean, like I said, the, the whole thing is like, if they're looking good, do you want to trade? <laughs> Go trade that because I'm sure the players you want to trade, they they won't have the value. Yeah. You just got to hope teams are, you know, in unique situations where they're willing to take on these players who even may not be producing right now. All right. Anything else? Nah. Hopefully we get Gary back soon. Yeah. He'll help the defense with Draymond out. Um, I don't know why, but I'm excited. I feel good about this. Yeah, I mean, we got a lot of good players. That's why it's, like, so frustrating how the season is gone. It's, like, we literally have, like, nine or ten actual good players. A um, few of them are playing underneath what their baseline should be, but it's a deep team. One guy goes down or one guy isn't playing well, there's a guy behind him who's actually – able to contribute in a positive way. So I think we'll start to see that a lot more. We saw Steve kind of break the seal as far as benching um, Clay, at least because he's done wigs in, in Loom before, but he, he finally put Clay down late in the game. Yeah. Um, and then Clay, you know, threw a fit at first and then kind of owned up to it later afterwards. I think that's going to be positive going forward. I think he's going to either play better to avoid being put in that situation again, or he's going to get used to sitting. <laughs> either way. Either way, the team will be better for it. So, yeah. For sure. Well, exciting times. Exciting times. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you for tuning in. We just wanted to react to the Draymond news. Going to go scroll the timeline and see what people are saying, but Draymond Green suspended indefinitely. 
Make sure you follow us on Instagram and X, formerly known as Twitter, at Golden Spaces Pod. I posted a TikTok today. Oh, yes, you did? I, posted I didn't know that. I posted the episode on TikTok today. So. Hey, we're on TikTok. Hey. <laughs> TikTok. Um, all right, so, and follow us on TikTok. Same handle at Golden Spaces Pod. Uh, make sure you are subscribed to 95.7, the game's YouTube channel. That's where you will be alerted, notified when a new episode of Golden Spaces drops. We're also available via pack via podcast anywhere where you get your podcast. So make sure you're following or subscribe to us. And also leave us a five-star rating while you're at it or take the time to write a positive review. We appreciate it all. We'll be back. We know there's a game tomorrow and it's a big deal from what I'm hearing because the Warriors are going to be without Draymond. So I think there's going to be some extra media attention there. So (laughs) going to be a fun one. We'll be back to talk about it, but Take care, guys. Thank you. Until next time, be well.